What'd you think about the first episode? Um, I liked it. I was there. I thought it went well. It didn't and go bad. I thought the other guy, he was okay too. <laughs> who's the Who's the other guy? You know, the other guy on the podcast with me. You. Willy nilly time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should make up a new like song every time that we do like. It's willy nilly, willy nilly time. Nah, that's stupid. No. <laughs> we eventually need a song. I feel like. Sure, but like a good one, not that crap that you just spewed out. All right. We're off to a great start. <laughs> it's high time for crime time here on the Willy Nilly Time podcast. Today we're talking about criming. Criming? Criming. Criming. Well, on the first episode, it was just a hodgepodge of bullshit. Well, I think that's a good format to go with. I'm happy with it. We just kind of rolled with it. Yeah. You know, it kind of gave us some ideas. I, You know... I don't, I don't think we really should have a format. You know, this one, I got inspired by one of the questions somebody asked me about stealing a wrestling ring. Oh. I forgot so, about that. Well, okay, so we're we're adventurous. Yeah. <laughs> We've known to fracture a couple laws. Fracture. Right? Is that, I don't even think, I think you made that up. I heard it somewhere. It's like, <laughs> we, we, we fractured a couple laws. Riding the line. We <laughs> Literally. <laughs> So uh, we've uh, we've broken a few rules, and we haven't gotten caught a lot of times. So I wrote down a short list of Bonnie and Clyde type crimes that we've done together <laughs> while we've been together. I mean, it's to it's the list is pretty much encompassing. Uh, we don't allegedly, have a long allegedly. List of crimes. Uh, what's that? We don't have a long list of crimes. No, no, we're not like fucking hardened criminals <laughs> yeah. or anything like that, but we have definitely I don't even I argue with even some of this stuff that we did should be considered legal. Victimless crimes. Mm-hmm. Are should be legal. But um or they deserved it crimes should also be legal. I, I Where's feel, the they deserved it law? I feel like this like, is the, <laughs> already we're off to a slower start than last time because we just had a big Thanksgiving dinner in December. I know, that's good, though. You can eat Thanksgiving dinner whenever you want when you're an adult. We fucking make the rules. Yeah, it's pretty good. But, like, seriously, what, what, what was I talking about? There's, like, a good Samaritan law, but how come there's no he deserved it law? <laughs> like, uh, I, uh, I mean, you know. I feel like a lot of the crimes we're going to talk about fall into the they fucking deserved it category. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> looking like, at all, I mean, eh, some of these aren't even really crimes. Oh, that's what I said. I mean, define crime. Um, Theft. <laughs> but did uh, they deserve it? They deserve it. it. They deserve but it probably. They, yeah. Let's uh we're, we're, do you want to start with the bullshit ones? Start with uh wherever you want to start. Start at the beginning. Start at the beginning? Well, when we first got together we would like we would sneak into hot tubs a lot. Yeah, that's fun. I just wish I could still do that, but if there was a hot tub we could sneak into an OB, it would just be full of all the hippies. But it would be filled with patchouli oil and fucking crystals. Crystal <clears throat> One time we got, we got chased out by a real redneck named oh. Bubba. Oh, that was awesome. That, so that was the Pacific Inn, I believe, right? Yeah, it Cruz. was like the one like right before, like right, like almost out of town, right? I don't know. It was like the first one in town. So that's uh, the reason that I, 
we went there all the time is because when I was on tour in Santa Cruz, that's where I stayed. And uh, when I when I moved to Santa Cruz, that's where I stayed before I got my apartment. Ah, uh, yeah, that is the one. That's yeah. where Bubba was. That, so we would always sneak in there, and it was one of those ones where you could just walk right in the front door, and then you'd come in, and one of us. It would was let like the other a really quick, yeah. It was like a really quick entry, like you just, yeah. Well, we've been to, oh well. This is something I guess I taught you. So like. When we went on the road, we would always, like, steal breakfast from the Good Hotels. Oh, yeah. We forgot that. We didn't put that on the list. No. I guess but it kind of goes with hot tubs. Yeah. That's a good That's a good one, though. Well, because what I would do on the road is, since we were fucking cheap, is I would just book the shitty hotel right next to the Good Hotel and sneak in there to get breakfast in the morning. I mean, that saves you a lot of money. And who's ever going to know? Like, Nobody knows. No, they'd throw that shit out, half that shit out anyway. Mm. I want to do that now. Like, uh, <laughs> Even when we're not on the road. See, we can't blow up the spot. You can't blow up the spot. You know what? At. I'll bet you that's harder to do now with COVID. Like, I haven't been to any hotels since we've been, like, really, like, with Continental Breakfast since COVID, have we? I don't know. I don't think so. We, we don't nearly travel as much on the road as we did when no. we first got together. Mm-mm. But, yeah, we used to sneak into hotels. Like, the hot tubs working out, but then the, the big... Coup de Gras was the the breakfast. Who's got the best breakfast? Holiday Inn Express, without a doubt. We went to a Days Inn that had a pretty good breakfast. We used to go. In fact, we went there a couple times because it was near us in Scotts Valley. Do you remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we snuck in some Hilton. That one was tubs, good. Yeah. But yeah, the Days Inn had a really good breakfast. Because they had like the the Holiday Inn, they all have the same like microwave weird patty egg shit, and like well, the Days Inn had like a scramble. Ooh. I know. <laughs> but sneak, sneak, book, there's a, here's a, you know, road hack. Book the shitty hotel right next to the good hotel. Just pull up and walk in like you stayed there. Like, I'm surprised there's no, there's been no, like, here's a road hack. Sleep in your car. <laughs> <laughs> you can still go eat breakfast at the nice hotel. <laughs> I, I'm not one of those guys. I will always get the hotel on the road, like, without a doubt. I, will, I, I don't care. Like I, I will make enough money to get a hotel, or I'm not going. I want to get an RV one day. Then you can drive the hotel. Well, for sure, but like <laughs> people are, oh, you can stay in my house. I want to sleep in your fucking, at your house on your couch with your fucking cat or your kids. Like, uh, walking around and shit. Like, fuck that shit. You, you can know? bring your dog to the hotel room, though. I'll take your dog for the night. Not every hotel. <laughs> no, I was meaning like, I don't want to hang out with their kids or their cat, but if they have a dog, I want to hang out with the dog. How come how, there should be like rent a dog services for like when you're out of town? Like, wouldn't that be awesome if you were just like, you know what? I want a dog today, and you just fucking call up the rent a dog service. And they just fucking they just rent one. Well, you could just steal somebody's dog and go bring it back later. <laughs> I mean, since we're talking about crime. Do is that a viable business? Could I start that rent a dog? <laughs> <laughs> you got, I think you'd have to have a fucking gaggle of dogs. Well, stable here. Dogs. You have to have a bottom bitch, too, for sure. I need a reason to have a gaggle of dogs. <laughs> you know? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> since we're talking crime, though, what's, uh, remember that time we snuck into the buff- like we snuck into buffets all the time? Yep. That's yeah, not really that's crime, not either. really a crime. Right, I get- mean, it is, I guess. It's theft, technically. I mean, you're supposed to pay for food. Eh. But, They're just giving know, it away, though. I know, right? It's fucking fuck them. They're casinos. Like, fuck them. Sneaking in a hot tub, sneaking in it like we, countless meals, and you know it's it's good too. So if you're you're on the road, 
Definitely book the shitty hotel next to the good hotel. Let's see. Um, oh, since we're going in order, let's see, what do we do? What do we actually do next? What did we do oh, next? Oh, in Port Angeles, Washington. Oh, okay. Well, okay. They Let's just, tell the they, story. They just, so, this is definitely in the they deserved it category. For sure. So, <laughs> we were doing a comedy show in Port Angeles, Washington, which is the last exit in Washington. And you could, like, see over the little bay or whatever, and there was Canada right there. It was pretty, it was cool. <clears throat> so, it was like a three-hour drive through the, like, through the woods to get there. It was crazy. Yeah, it was like a 19-hour drive from there to, back to Santa Cruz. Oh, it was insane. It but was it was like, it was like way the fuck yeah. up there. Like, it was you, the like, furthest point. You, yeah, you can't just get there. Like, you have to like, you have to, you have to intentionally try to go to this fucking shit. I'm shithole. pretty sure a lot of people get murdered up there. Like, it just seems like, I mean, Washington in general is that kind of state, but like, Port Angeles just seems like where you would go if you're a serial killer. Like, it looks like a Stephen King novel. By the way, we're doing this podcast naked. Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention that. We did. Well, I mean, you know, it's just. See, it's I, so thought, natural. I thought it would be funny. Like, but here's the thing you don't know if we even are naked or not. Right. But we could be. But we are. But also, we, we could, could be we lying. could not be, but how would you know? You're not going to know. But You'll never know. But why wouldn't we be? But are we? Who knows? It's like an inception of nakedness. <laughs> so while we're doing this podcast naked, let's talk about Port Angeles, Washington. That fucking shithole. So here's what they did. They booked us for like $300 to do a comedy show. And then like, they're like, here, we'll give you an extra $200 if you DJ. I don't even remember the comedy show. It was me, you, Hayden, and FC. I remember who yeah, we were oh, with, yeah, yeah. but I don't remember this this specific show. The cut. Ca- I mean, I do. Was it like? Because <laughs> I remember the place. Because I remember us having to DJ later. So it like the comedy show. It ended up going for like two hours because they really wanted us to spread it out. They made us take an intermission, which is the, the fucking so stupid. The for worst. Comedy show. You can't take. You can't. You know, it's like. You can't take intermission for comedy. It's no. not. It, yeah, it's just. It's just fucking. It ruins the momentum. Because everyone's got to sit there and they have to listen. It's not like. It's not like wrestling where it's like you're going to be automatically engaged again. Do, like, do you know where they do intermissions at comedy shows? And I don't know if this has happened to be coincidence that the, you know, some of the ones that I did always do this, but the black comedy rooms take an intermission at comedy shows. Yeah, but that's probably because those comics are better and... Because what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? They're probably... Those are better shows. Like, I don't Be- know. Better shows? <laughs> are you... Are you Bias against white comics? <laughs> uh, I, I, am I wrong? <laughs> you're not wrong at all. If you're a black comedian, you're definitely funny. I mean, in like... 99.9% of the time. So they were trying to sell more drinks, right? I mean, well, for sure. So that that's what the bar was doing in Port Angeles. So they made us take an intermission. But after that, we DJed for like three hours. And then at the end of the night, we waited to get paid. And they were, like, closing the bar down, and the fucking guy that was supposed to pay us wasn't there. And we were, like, so, like, like we didn't think anything was awry. We were, like, oh, you know, we'll just, okay, they'll, they'll pay us the other night. So we we fucking are there, and they're not paying us. And I, I, I guess they closed at 2. Well, it was, like, 3.15 in the morning, and they're, like, getting ready to, they were Yeah, they were, like, walking up. out the door, and yeah. they were, like, ignoring they're, they're, us. They're, we were asking, we're, like, we were, like, what's going on? And they were, like, not telling us anything. Right, and so there we are trying to get paid, and fucking, they're basically like, 
you know, oh, we don't know. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to call the police because that's what white people do. <laughs> yeah. If shit ain't going our way, we just call the cops. So here we are in a, in a town. This, this has happened to me so many fucking times where I'm in a town and they try to fuck you over on pay because they know you're going to the next town the next day. Shit that, that happened to us in St. Louis, Missouri at the Funny Bone. And that's why fuck the Funny Bone in St. Louis. Um, but here we are up in Port Angeles. Oh, speaking of crime, I mean, that was the one where you asked me to run from the cops in the car. That so didn't make the list, did that? that? No, I mean, <laughs> keep driving. FSTL, fine. We'll talk about that. Now. I mean, shit, criming. You that didn't even you one. didn't even put a single crime from St. Louis. You have all your crimes are in St. Louis. The the I want I was only trying to talk about ones that <laughs> we were kind of involved, but I'll get we'll get to that. So here we are, in Port Angeles. <laughs> Trying to get paid an hour pa- over an hour past closing, and nobody's fucking paying us. So I was like, I called the cops, and the cops were like, "Well, you know, basically, we can't do anything." And and so the the bar manager or whoever was there was still there. Was like, "Hey, come back in the morning." So by the way, the other two comics that were with us didn't give a fucking shit. They were already back at the hotel for a while. And here, what else was fucked up is that like the the hotel or the 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 venue hooked up the hotel. So, like, like, you know, we thought that everything was cool until it wasn't cool. So we go back, we sleep. It's, like, time to fucking check out or whatever. It's, like, 11 o'clock in the morning. And I go, all right, well, let's go back to the bar to get paid. So we go back to the bar. We pull up. We go inside. And, uh, and you and me go in. You and I go in. And the other two comics were in the car. And I was sitting there, I was waiting, and the bartender was like, hold on, let me go call somebody or go somewhere. So the bartender goes to the back, which I was like, all right, I've done shit like this before. So I was like, babe, go to the car. (laughs) And then then you go to the car, and I come out like two minutes later, and I'm like, go! (laughs) Because I fucking stole that, I stole the iPhone that was playing music, that was playing their Pandora through their, their sound system. So we took that fucking iPhone and dipped out. But, like, that iPhone wasn't worth shit, you know, compared to, like, they fucked us over, like, 500 bucks. Yeah, well, and then those other comics we were with got mad that they didn't get paid, like... Right, well, they... Like, I mean... First of all, we didn't get paid, right? So, like, how was I supposed to come up with the bullshit money that I was going to give them, you know? Yeah, like, what, like, why am I... I was a comic on that show just like you, and I didn't get paid. Like, where am I supposed to come up with this money And boy, was that a fucking... We got we caught a lot of shit for that. We caught a lot of shit for that. Because, like, I guess the general consensus was that we were booking shows and we didn't know what the fuck we were... Like, I, I already know who was putting a bad word in people's ear about us. And it's the guy who I should have fucking punched him in his stupid face in Santa Cruz. The fucking warlock. <laughs> DNA. Cunt. Anyway... So here we are, we fucking got an iPhone, we stole that shit, and then we drove all the way home, and uh, I ended up using that iPhone, I think, but like, you know, we didn't have any money to pay the comics, so we caught, we got a lot of shit. Yeah, because that was like $300 they stiffed us on. No, they stiffed, I mean, they paid for our food and our drink, but it was was 500 bucks, that was the whole gimmick, because we DJ'd too, DJ'd, we played songs off our computer. (laughs) So yeah, that was that one. That was Port Angeles, Washington. You know, let's see what's next on the list. Um, oh, that hotel in Oregon. I think this was 
a, this was one of the first Cottonmouth comedy runs, and, and there there was a it was like I forgot what city it was in. It was like an hour into fucking Oregon, and like we went down the next morning to like ask for the Wi-Fi, and they were like, "We're not gonna give you the Wi-Fi." And I was like, "Give me the like what the fuck like." So then we went up like rock stars and destroyed that hotel room. Yeah, I don't even remember what what, what they did to piss us off. To be for real. But they did something. It, it was we something like, to do with the Wi-Fi. Like, but that doesn't seem like enough. But I I, I remember that we were like, yeah. it was it was some, it was something like fucking like shit didn't work up there. It was like it was a couple fucked up things. And like it, the Wi-Fi was like the last straw. And I was like, oh yeah, all right, you, know, you can give us the Wi-Fi. Fine. We were supposed to be there for like two days, and we just went up there and fucking destroyed the fucking room. Tipped the TV over. I don't think ripped, I destroyed it. Ripped the edge. Allegedly. Allegedly. Ripped the curtains off the walls. Allegedly. Like rock stars. Look at the shit you see in movies. Yeah, I mean, it probably wasn't the first time they had room destroyed because that place seemed like a lot of meth. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) again, we were staying in fucking like shitty hotels next to good hotels that had good breakfast. Hmm. Okay, you want to tell? We want to talk about the funny bone story. I guess that's next in line. I mean, sure. I know you didn't put that on the list. I for I don't know why you want to put that on the I list. I just didn't forget. I forgot. <laughs> so many good crime stories. <laughs> True crime, willy nilly time. True crime. <laughs> that's gonna be the name of the episode. Willy nilly time. True crime. I mean, this is the p- true crime part one. So. Uh, Give me we, a year. <laughs> <clears throat> So we were doing these these shows. Uh, we called it the Cottonmouth Comedy Tour, and we booked because this was back when weed was like, you know, um, medicinal only. You couldn't really get it recreationally, and uh, so all these companies were nonprofit companies and had to spend all their money that they made, so allegedly. So I I caught on to this and I was like, well, shit, give give me a thousand dollars or more for these comedy shows. And we'll bring you a comedy show. So we. We booked like I don't know eight or nine runs. Dude, that was dope. Comedy. That was a good tour. No one will ever be able to do that again. No. Like that. Like, um, we were like Cheech and Chong. Like, like, like so we went from town. So we were, we booked like two week or three week long tours every a show every day. Um, you know, for around a thousand dollars a show, and I covered the expenses and gave the comics a little bit of money. And um, we got so much weed. Oh my god. Because they could just give it out. I know. They didn't I, give a shit. I, I know. Now, Dude, like, they didn't give like a that. fuck. They give. They care so much, and like the weed was so was so much cheaper now. And that's more expensive at dispensaries now. Well, because of all the taxes, everybody yeah. gets their cut. Dude, man, that was like that was like a moment. Well, because like, like so we knew all these company. Like it was easy to get in touch with these companies because I would just go down to like the the what was it the. Cannabis cup, fucking whatever. Yeah, we used awards. to go to all those. We used to, we did comedy at those. I did. I, with, uh, High times cannabis Medi cup. Medi Mike. I did. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Medi Mike. Methy Mike. Speaking of math. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, I don't want to get in trouble for damning anybody's character that isn't damned already by the shit they do. So, actually, I learned a lot from Medi Mike and how not to do business. Uh, but no, he he taught me like. Indirectly, he didn't like teach it to me. I saw what he did, and I just fucking bit his style. Is that he'd get all these marijuana companies to give him samples and fucking, you know, and he'd go do a show at their spot. So I was like, "Fuck this! I know how to book 
shows. I know how to book tours, like just by cold calling venues. I did that for Afro Man for a minute. Um, but we, we did. We booked all these shows. And then I like I bought that master list for like 100 bucks. It had all the dispensaries, telephone numbers, addresses, like emails, like yeah. everything, all their info. So I just hit them up and I'd be like, hey, let me bring a fucking show to your town. Pay whatever, be on the thing, bring a booth to the thing. Who gives a shit? You know, we'll save some promos for you, the whole thing. Use it as a way to like give back to your customers. And holy shit, did we? And those people would just give us tons of weed. Yeah, and like, you know what's funny is like, we, we would always think every show was bad because people would be kind of quiet. And like, after every show, they'd be like, that was awesome. But everyone was just so high. There was like so no reaction. Stung. From the crowds. Well, they were good a lot, shows. A lot, of sh- a lot of the shows, you could smoke weed at the show because it was like a private venue. Some of them were in bars and venues and shit like that, but some of them were like private-ass venues where you could smoke weed during the show. So these people would just get dabbed the fuck out, eat all the edibles they could, it and they'd just great. sit there. It was fucking, it, it was heaven. It was so awesome. <laughs> so, um, and then what we did is we, we started this out by just doing... Shows in states where you know you know medicinal marijuana was, but then we expanded it. We did twenty states or sixteen states in twenty sixteen. Wow! And and you know so we went to places like Missouri and Wisconsin, Indiana, that, Indiana, right? Yeah. That uh, the head shops would fucking pay for us to come out there. Yep. So we're doing these shows, and uh, we did St. Louis, where I'm from, and uh, it was a fucked. It was a whole fucked situation. So. One thing that I write in all my contracts is you got to pay us cash at the end of the night. I don't take checks because checks can bounce. And when you're going to the next city the next day, I'm not going to waste my time prosecuting a fucking check under $1,000, you know, or anything. Just fucking pay me cash, right? No bullshit. So we book the Funny Bone on a Monday, June the 6th, 2016. I'll never forget the date. Uh, the day that Kimbo Slice died, I believe. Um, anyway, weird. So... Uh, we booked St. Louis, we booked the Funny Bone, and I go and I do like an hour. And I remember I ate some Molly before we did this, before I went on stage. So I, you know, I ate, I was feeling great, you know. Um, I recorded, recorded some shit that night that I put out. And um, what happened? Oh, so at the end of the, at the end of the show, first of all, okay, let me rewind. It was supposed to be free to get in. Remember that? Mm-hmm, yeah. Because why do we do why would you free to get in shows? Because we pass around a tip jar. Right. So you know it was all my friends and family. So I was like, fuck. Why would I want to charge a cover? Because they're already paying me whatever three hundred dollars for the show on a Monday night. So I was like, hey, you know, um, if we do no cover, we'll be able to put out a tip jar. My friends and family and fucking fill that shit. So like four days before the show, they don't have shit for reservations, and they go, oh. We're changing our whole policy at the Funny Bone. This is on like a Thursday or Friday. Like, we're changing our whole landscape of the Funny Bone. By the way, we charge $5 for Monday shows. They don't ever do Monday shows. They were doing a Monday show because I was in town. And because they were like, oh shit, we got to pay this guy $300. So, you know, like let's, we're going to have to make money somehow to pay this guy. Lo and behold, 120 people show up, right? On a Monday. I'll pay $5. So that's $600 off the door right there. Plus whatever food and drink is two item minimum. So fucking at the end of the show, they give me a check minus the drinks that we got. It was like a check for like $240 or something. Cause they took the drinks off. Yeah. Our drinks that we got like two drinks each. So they charge us for that shit. 
and I, so my friends and family are, you know, like a good 20, 30 people are waiting for me to get out of the funny bone so we can all hang out, you know. I haven't been back to town for a hot minute. So we go outside and fucking, all right, I'm about to go outside and I'm like, hey, you know, like, what's up with this check? I tried cashing this check. It bounced. I go, I'm supposed to get cash. And then I heard um, the waitresses talking shit. Were you in there or was it just me and Ryan? I wasn't in there, no. It was, it was just you and your brother. Me and my brother. So here we are, and my brother's like, you know, whatever. I hang in, you know, like he was gonna, you know, come with us or whatever. So we're, I'm right in there, and I was like, I was like, oh, you're giving me a bounce check. Like they're like, oh, the manager's gone. Of course they pull the manager gone shit. And I go, oh, it, you know, is this how you guys do business? And they're like, well, yeah, your people were rude. And I go, oh, well, this is how I do business. And I saw all their freshly cleaned glassware on the bar because they just cleaned it from a fucking 120 person show on a Monday. And I just fucking whoosh, destroyed those glasses, threw those motherfuckers on the ground. Like, fuck those assholes. And I, then I turned around and there's one of the managers. And I go, and I, I fucking flexed at him. Like, I, I was like, whew, like I was going to go fucking hit him yeah, or some shit. He and flinch. he goes, he goes, Swear to God, that fucking noise came out of a grown man. <laughs> and he put his hands in front of his face because, you know, I was I was on Molly, so I was already fucking feeling it, right? I was just like, I was like, I, I felt like I crushed, you know, all my friends and family, like, oh, this was great, you know, like, it was a great show. So here we are, I come outside, and my brother's following me, he goes, hey, Mikey, I think they're calling the cops on you. And I go... How do you know? He goes, well, because I saw him calling the cops. <laughs> and I go, fuck them, right? You know, I go, fuck the motherfuckers. So um, we go outside, and, you know, they're my friends and family. Like, oh, hey, you know, hey good to see you. Oh, fucking hilarious, right? And my brother's, like, interrupting me. He's like, yo, Mikey, they are calling the cops. The cops are coming. So I look over, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So I was like, all right, babe, let's get in the car. Let's go, right? So we jump over to the car and fucking, um, you know, um, right when we get out, oh, right as we're walking to the car, I see somebody following me on the camera. I go, what are you doing? And it was one of the other managers. He goes, I'm recording you. And I go, no, you're not. I smacked the phone <laughs> out of his hand. And I kicked that shit across the parking lot. <laughs> I go, fuck you, motherfucker. And then we get in the car. And then what do you say? I don't know what I said. I said, well, we, I, you know. The cops are here. <laughs> well, I, I saw, you know, and then we started. Here they are pulling it. Here the yeah. cops are pulling into the fucking lot. Yeah. And we're in the car. And what do I say? Drive. <laughs> I go, go, go. And you're like, they're right behind me. And I was like, go. And you're like, I'm not going. So I was like, oh, fuck. Here we are. We're fucked. Okay, probably, a, definitely a good call. Well, yeah, don't. You should not have done that. You should not have ran from the cops. No. <laughs> so White or not. Right. Don't, don't run. So I get out of the car and I fucking put my hands up in the air and I go, hey, uh, I destroyed a bunch of shit in there, but this, this check should cover it. And they're like, I have no idea what's going on. So they put me in cuffs. They go inside. Fucking, they're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We got to arrest you. So they did. And uh, long story short, I, you know, none of you guys fucking bailed me out and nobody came and picked me up and I had to get a taxi back. What was your bail? No, I got on a recog. They let, they let me so out. So what, no if money. someone had come and pick you up, they would just let you go? 
Yeah. Why didn't you call anybody? Fuck you. I, I called I called you guys all night and none of you guys picked up. I don't remember having any missed calls. From of, co- of course you don't because you guys all got hammered at Ryan's house. and <laughs> <laughs> I called you and you guys were all fucked up. <laughs> well, they, they wouldn't just let you out. They had they had to make someone pick you up. No, I was telling you I was gonna get let go. I was like, come pick me up. Oh. No, you guys are all hammered. Well, you know, you deserved it for something. Right. <laughs> so that was a crime in one. Where are we at time wise? I don't know. I'm I don't twenty eight minutes in. How long are we? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. Well, this next. Sto- um, Stealing the ring, I think, came... No, no, it was the hotel in Beverly Hills, because this was only a couple months later. The hotel in Beverly oh, Hills. Oh, yeah, dude, fuck that place, dude. That this place, place definitely deserves it. That place was out of control. It was like some sort of fucking flop house. Okay, 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 hold on. So, we're going down for to L.A. from NorCal for BOLA, Battle of Los Angeles, a PWG pro wrestling guerrilla show. Because um, I was going to kick it with a bunch of my boys and my friends. So... Um, we're going down and I'm doing comedy in Bakersfield on Friday night. So, you know, I was bringing, fuck it, I don't give a shit. I was bringing some cocaine down to like, you know, to party, right? So we're going down. It's like Friday afternoon. We're about to do a show in Bakersfield. So we're, you know, right halfway there. I was like, sure. I, you know, I'm going to do a little bump ski in the fucking bathroom. So I go in the bathroom in this gas station and fucking do a little bump ski, whatever. An hour later, we're driving, you know, and I noticed that I can't find the coke. And I was like, oh no. I dr- I dropped this decent amount of cocaine in this bathroom, and we'll, like we're, we're not turning back now since it's not it's not there, right? Duh. So we're going down to the comedy show, and I was supposed to bring coke for you know some of my boys, and like I didn't have it now, and you know so here we are at Bakersfield doing comedy. You want to tell this? Well, oh well, I mean, this is criming, I guess, kind of. Well, well, no, no, we're getting to the whole the whole weekend. Oh, okay. Well, you were you were the one doing comedy, and you were like, "Where's the cocaine at?" And some guy stood up, and he was like, "I got it, like gangster looking guy, like drive by, like just committed a drive by looking motherfucker, like wife beater, yeah, jeans, exactly, like Look, yeah, like, picture Bake, Bakersfield, okay, yeah. is like full of cholos and shit. But so you know exactly who we're talking about. And he was like pounding so on it, his chest. Clo- like, yeah, close your like, eyes and think about somebody in Central California that sells cocaine and that's exactly who was there doing that. He was like, I got <laughs> it, I got it. You were like, calm down. Because yeah. like, he was hype. He, of and, course uh, he was because he had really good cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the show, I'm like fucking selling CDs or whatever because I'm old school like that. And He's like, yo, man, for real, I got you, I got you, I got you. And I was like, okay, great. I was like, give me your phone number, right? So he gives me the phone number. We go back to the hotel, and I was like, should we go to this fucking dude's house? And, and we are like, what's the worst that could happen, right? We're adventurous. So we go to this guy's house, and we walk in. There's like eight people, and they're fucking, you know, having a good time. And he brings me to the back room, and he goes, here, this, this is for you. And it was like, he gave us some bumps or whatever, and fucking like gave me a little bag of Coke. And I was like, oh, sweet. And I looked at it and I was like, this isn't enough. And I'm sure this guy, this guy had like a comical pile of cocaine out to just do. And uh, I was like, sweet man, hey, thanks. But can I buy some? He's like, no, man, this is for you. And so I'm like, all right, well, maybe you didn't understand what I'm saying. So I was like, no, no, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. But like, I want to buy some, right? And he was like, no, man, that's for you. That's for you. You're fucking hilarious. And, uh. And I, a third time, I'm like, all right, this is it. So I 
hey man, right, but like, I want to buy some. He's like, no. He's like, this is for you, man. And I was like, all right. Yeah, and like, now you're pissing him off. Right. Like, yeah, I am. I'm like trying to give this guy money. He's like, no. I'm like, no, no, but I want more. Like, we he, were doing coke in his front yard. Oh, like, for sure. Like, it was like, it was like a cul-de-sac. And then he had, like, a picnic table, and it was, like, on the front yard. So, like, if anyone had driven by, it was just, like, us and, like, a bunch of cholos just doing coke off of, like, one of those snack platters. Like, (laughs) it was was cool. It was one of the best parts I've ever been to. It was cool as shit. So, you know, fucking. Anyway, so we're, we're building up for this big weekend, this big stay in L.A. We got this, like. It said like townhouse or something. It was like it was like vacation rental condo in Beverly Hills. And it was like four hundred dollars a night. So I was like I was like, Oh shit, like sweet, we'll invite we'll party at this fucking oh, place. Yeah, okay. So for those that aren't aware, there's a shitty part of Beverly Hills. Who would have thought? No, there is. Like, no. Uh, totally not in the Beverly Hills cops movies. Like I was looking for the, you know, yeah. I was looking for Eddie Murphy and, you know, Judge Reinhold and shit, and they just, they just weren't there. Dude, this place had, like, like vagrants in it. Like, it was like, total flop house. Like, so we get there, and, like, we check in, okay? So we go up to the hotel, and uh, describe the hotel. Um, well, it was, it was kind of like a, a dormitory, but with nothing in it. Nothing. It had one towel. <laughs> yeah. It was like a, not even like a full ass towel. It was like a fucking. <laughs> like a washcloth. No, it, it wasn't was, a washcloth. No, it was like, it was like a, a comically towel. small towel. A, a it was not towel. meant for your body. No, it was like a hand towel. Yeah. <laughs> one towel. No soap. No fucking shampoo. Nothing. The, the TV is the unplugged t- or wasn't working or the phone the, the was stand, off the hook. The stand that there. The stand that there was no phone. <laughs> the stand that the TV was on. Couldn't reach the plug. Couldn't reach the outlet. So it was like, who had ever been in this place? And they just like come in and like throw up furniture. Moving truck just come in and go blah and throw up furniture and. God, oh, and then who owned it? Like I don't know what sort of fucking so, shady business so we people get, own we this get place. Up, we get up there, right? We get up there and we're like, fuck this, right? So I go back down to the front desk and nobody's there. So. I was like, fuck, what the fuck? So I go back up to the room and I call the rental place. And they like, finally patch me through to this like housing company in Florida. Like, they're like, oh, we're in Florida. Like, nobody's just scheduled to be at the desk for another six hours. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, I just spent like $400 on this room. And I'm like, you know, not what you guys advertise at all. This place is a fucking shithole. And, and nobody's there. So, like, I go downstairs and I'm like, nobody's here. This is crazy. So, I go back up and I tell you. Oh, to pull up in the alley. Pull your truck up in the alley. <laughs> and and you go, what did you say? I said, okay. <laughs> I said, uh, I, like, I didn't question you. Right. Pull okay. up in the alley. So, you pull up in the alley and then what do you see? Uh, you were coming down the stairs with the TV. <laughs> so I took the TV. And I fucking... Nobody... Of course, there was nobody there. So nobody nobody fucking, was there. Nobody followed you. They called looking for it later. No, nobody, <laughs> nobody said anything. So there it was. So we threw it walk, fucking, Didn't you walk through the lobby with it? Of course like, I did. <laughs> I walked right past the front desk, right, right out the back door. <laughs> didn't give a shit. They called me the next day and they and they were I, like, you know, bring it well, back. Well, because yeah. on the phone with them, I go, I go, they were like, you can't get a refund. I go, bet. Like, I was like, bet. Y'all, I'm not getting a refund. Cool. I'll get a refund. Don't worry. So 
I fucking took the goddamn TV. They call me the next day. They go, we're going to call the cops. I go, go for it. You guys fucking... No, yeah, what did you say? You said, what TV? Yeah. You said, ah. You saw a TV. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. Nobody, who's there? Fucking, you got it on camera? I don't give a shit. Fuck you. And, of course, I never heard from them again. Dude, because that hotel probably was doing so many illegal things. Like, that had to be some sort of, like fucking rich people hide away where they go to do fucked up shit like what was up with that place I have no idea like it was owned by some when we called the front desk was in like New York remember yeah, Florida. like it was like some offshore I mean that's not offshore but it was on a different shore yeah. <laughs> different time zone what the fuck man like and so when when you're booking shit online and we've booked goddamn, we should talk about stupid road stories sometime like oh the, yeah. The quality of, what was it? The, <laughs> it was the quality hotel. The quality it was like yeah. I asked you, I have a song about it. Yeah, whatever. So we got a couple more crime stories. So we moved down to San Diego. Um, we moved down here to run a wrestling promotion, Fist Combat, and you know we started working with a lot of the promotions around here. Um, and there was a promoter by the name of Gus who ran FCW, um, Finest City Wrestling, because that's. The moniker of San Diego, finest city. Um, so he didn't pay a bunch of people. Um, pretty sure he still owes Rey Mysterio five figures at least. And um, anyway, so the guy Gus was using this guy's ring and like wasn't didn't pay him and wasn't paying people. And the guy wanted his ring back, but Gus had possession of it. So we were all out one night getting fucked up. And I go, well, why don't you just take it? Take it back. It's yours. And he was like, what? <laughs> what? How do you stand up for yourself? So I was like, well, why don't we just go fucking take it? So that's what we did. We showed up and fucking loaded the bitch up in his truck and took that shit. Yeah. And then later there they had a description of what was it? A skinny... A fat white guy. Yeah, a fat white guy. A skinny <laughs> black guy. A skinny black guy. And I was like, I'm not fat. That's neither of you guys, really. Like Bones is skinny as shit. But he's not, he doesn't look like black. Like, uh, like Okay. <laughs> I mean. All right. I mean, whatever. Who cares? Who gives but a anyways, shit? Yeah, man. So, the cops, <laughs> I, like. Edit that part out. That's going to sound, that's going to sound unintentionally racial. And I didn't mean it to what? sound like that. What is? Well, I mean, I don't know. How do you determine how black someone is? I don't know. I mean, he does. You know, he he is very light skinned. He's black and Japanese. He looks, you know, I don't he's know. black and east. Yeah. <laughs> so, we stole the ring for sure, and huh, I mean, it's not we didn't steal it; it's his. So, the cops call me up. Well, I I made a video. Oh no, no, no. okay. The cops call me first. You're the fat white dude. Of course, just I'm to the remind fat everyone. Guy. <laughs> All right. I think we got it. <laughs> so. The cops call me up, and they're like, did you take that ring? And I was like, fuck yeah, I took that ring. Like, <laughs> I definitely took that ring. And they're like, well, what's going on? And I was like, well, you know, this guy paid for it. It's his ring, and this guy was holding on to it. And this other guy, both of these guys, I know both of these guys. So I fucking helped this guy take his ring back, you know? He's like, all right, thanks for being honest. Let me uh, make a few calls, and... You know, I'll give you a call back. So he calls me back and he's like, all right, you're all clear. And I was like, cool. So I made like a Facebook video, Facebook live video. And I was like, I am the ring bandit. Who's the ring bandit? Who stole the <laughs> ring? Um, and it's just, that's another, 
the motherfucker had that shit coming, you know? Don't not pay people, you know? If there's... Dude, promoters that do bad business like that just gives all of us a bad name, you know? And it's just, it's not cool. Especially when you do that shit and then you try to come back and keep doing business and then you just, you know, just the, I don't know, the quality of the people that work for, I don't know, it's just like, I, I you know, all that shit's going to come back to bite you. You know, I burned a lot of bridges so I don't live in my hometown anymore. Mm-hmm. I've been kicked out a lot of fine places out mm-hmm. there. But, you know, all that shit's going to come back to bite you in the ass. Um, what else we got on here? We got one more. The fucking, that led to the fucking, the greatest buildup of a fight I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, <laughs> this is all allegedly. <laughs> Super allegedly. So. Yo, we gotta tell this whole story. Cause like, <laughs> allegedly. Okay, when, so when where, I, where, the where, first are you, where are you starting? Where are you gonna start? Borrowing the chairs because See, his no, mom, no, no, his no, no, mom no, 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 is fucking no, 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 crazy no, 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 and no, no, I wanna no, talk no, about that. No, 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 no. You are starting in the middle of the story, sweetheart. Okay, so. I take this comic on the road with me, Chris Espinosa, right? And because um, I get, I was booking shows out of town a bunch. Um, you know, I took him on a Vegas run. I took him on a NorCal run. I liked the guy. I thought he was, you know, he was a hustler. He is a hustler. So I, I had mad respect for that. So like, I took him on the road with me, and I introduced him to a bunch of bookers, people that he booked shows with, outside of working with me. Um, but so I had a bunch of comics with me, and we were in a hotel room. At like two in the morning, hanging out after doing like three shows. And he says to me, out of nowhere, I can do more pull-ups than you. And I was like, the fuck you can't? He goes, I can do double the amount of pull-ups you can do. I go, bro, you can't do half the amount of pull-ups I can do. He goes, I bet you $20. So I was like, dude, chill the fuck out. I was, you know, he's like, no, I bet you twenty dollars. I was like, dude, you're gonna get embarrassed right now. First of all, you're making the challenge, all right, and I'm gonna destroy you. Don't do this. And he's like, no, I do. It. I go, let's go to the gym. Let's go downstairs to the gym right now. So of course, me, four other comics, and like a couple of our friends, we're all hanging out, you know, partying, whatever. So we go down to the fucking gym, and I jump on there on the bar, and I do twenty eight real grown man pull ups, right. Chris jumps on in about 9 or 10. He starts alligator arming it. So he's going half, not all the way down. And he's done by like 13 or 14. So I was like, all right, bitch, pay up, you know. So he's like, wait till we check out. I'll give you some of the deposit because Chris is a broke-ass bitch. Doesn't even pay his child support. Anyway, so morning comes, whatever. We check out. He don't pay me the 20 bucks. And I'm on his ass for a little bit. I'm Not for the $20, for the principle of the thing. Don't go and challenge me and then get embarrassed like I told you you were going to and then not pay me. That's super disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So then we borrow, we end up borrowing some chairs from this guy um, a few months later. And he goes to pick up the chairs and the chairs aren't there. Because he was supposed to pick up the chairs like three or four weeks before Yo, that. Let's start before that. When I went okay. to when I went to pick up, we borrowed the chairs and we were brought paying them back, him. Brought them back a couple yeah. times. Yeah. But like we were he, paying him to borrow the chairs, even though he still owed me these this twenty dollars. But like when I he would first and he he kept saying he would drop them off and then he would always flake out on dropping them off for us. So I would okay, end up yeah. having to go. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. There, yeah, there's this part. Right. And like he and he would and he would say he was gonna be there and then you just couldn't get in touch with him on the phone and like one time so I went to pick him up 
one time and I just started loading him up and his mom thought I was like robbing the place. She comes out and she's like yelling at me. This kid doesn't like, even tell his know, mom that, like, we're, that we're borrowing the chairs. Also, we're paying Chris. So like Chris ain't giving that money to his mom. He's keeping that shit. And know? then after that too, she she called me a couple times looking for Chris. I'm like, what are you calling me for? Like it's like she's you know nuts, dude. For sure. Like, so uh, so <laughs> then you know like like we have to pick up and drop off these chairs all the time. That wasn't part of the deal. So like. We let the the chairs were left at this venue at Jolton Joe's downtown yeah, for like a month. I wasn't driving them back and no, forth. No, no, we're already paying this guy money for the chairs, even though he owed me money. It ain't even about it ain't even about that. So he goes to show up a month after he's supposed to pick them up to pick them up, and they're not there. So you know, um, allegedly. Uh, no, no, he definitely did that, and then <laughs> and then he thinks we stole the chairs. So you know, I let that fucking fester around for a couple months, and you know, like he ain't talking to me. I'm not talking to him. You know, like whatever. I'm like, you know, oh, where's my twenty bucks? He's like, where's my chairs? And I, you know, and then that just let up. And then whether I don't know what happened and what didn't happen, but I know this happened for sure. On Christmas 2019, we were all hanging out in the back of the madhouse, and I was all fucked up, and I, Chris was there, and I go, hey, motherfucker. I stole your fucking chairs. Fuck you. I stole your chairs. And whether I did or not, it doesn't matter. I'm now I'm just like, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Fuck you. I stole your chairs. Yeah, then what? So then me and Chris got mad beef now. So <laughs> I'm try you know, I'm 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 at some show that he's working at and I'm there to talk to one of the comics about this other project we're doing. And Chris is all trying to fucking puff his chest and like, oh, you can't go backstage, bro. Like, I said, because I said you can't. And I was like, yeah, watch me. So I fucking do. And then he tries, like, getting in my face. And I was like, I was like, bro, you're lucky that I have respect for everybody else in this show. Or I'd fucking blow in your general direction and make your ass fucking fall over. So the next morning, I. <laughs> no, you, I you think, and I are no, talking. this was on the drive home. You were like, could you were like, do you think Chris would fight me? Yeah, and you said no. You said absolutely not. Yeah. And, I, and then right when you said that, I was like, nope, you're wrong. Like <laughs> you're wrong because you don't know this guy. This guy has an ego the fucking size of the Empire State Building. This guy thinks he's fucking God's gift to women. He thinks he's God's gift to comedy. He thinks he's God's gift to acting. And this guy, and I, I knew I had to knock this guy's dick in the dirt. So. He agrees to fight me, and I fucking got in the best shape of my life. I trained every day for two and a half months, boxing training. I'm doing tutorials. I'm getting coached. Hey, you were working out like two and a half hours a day. Oh, my God. I, all the best cardio, and I dropped weight and fucking... I dropped 11 pounds in 48 hours to get there. It was like running around the neighborhood and fucking like four layers and shit. I dropped weight, got to it, and fucking knocked him out in 46 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I stole those chairs for sure. <laughs> I allegedly. Stole, I definitely <laughs> allegedly stole those chairs. Well, is that all of our crime? I mean, you know, I feel like there's going to be a part two because there's like probably a bunch of stuff we forgot, but we covered a lot of stuff. We there. did cover a lot. Let me, uh, let me see if anybody asks any more questions. Here we go. By the way, subscribe to our podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Um, 
willy-nilly time. You can follow us at Dirty Ryan McDonald at Lucia Carol Tuman on all social media. Um, oh, Vulcan asked about the steel in the ring. There, I answered you. Um, Tim Meineke asks, are there still plans to get your movie produced? How much did you learn about the pros and cons from the film industry? Still think it's cool as fuck you experienced that and still want to see it finished. Um, I'll get into more depth on this. Probably some other epi boy. But, uh, yeah, we put a lot into the, this movie. Um, the origin story of Dirty Ron McDonald. There were a lot of mistakes. Um, and, you know, the film industry is a lot more difficult than just setting up a camera and, and doing that. Like, what, talk on talk on the movie. I mean, you know, there's just a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. And you got to be working with the right people. And, like, you know, we learned a lot. And we're going to come back stronger. But we need a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) So basically it was, to just give a short synopsis of what happened, you know, um, we thought around 50, okay, because I've shot wrestling shows. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. And the guy that I picked as my director and co-writer also shot a lot of wrestling. Wrestling for like, you know, uh, the CW network in Louisiana and, you know, in the Fox, like, like on network television wrestling. So we were like, how fucking hard could it be to just like set up a camera, and a couple lights and shoot this fucking thing. But as we started getting more and more into it, of course, you know, it's just like a boat or, you know, like you just start dumping money into it. And we were like, all right, well, do we want to make this YouTube ready or like Netflix ready? And we bit off a lot more than we could chew, ended up spending all the money that we had in the budget, pretty much my entire life savings, and uh, we don't have a movie. We have about half of it done, and I don't know if it's going to get finished or when it's going to get finished, but, you know, um, we learned a lot. We learned a lot about, you know, planning and having the right teammates and team members and shit, you know, and um, and we keep trucking, you know, like we got our venue now. We run live wrestling every Saturday. We run a little wrestling school. You know, so many things came out of that that really changed the way that we live our lives, for real. Um, You know, now we're basically month to month. Yeah, you know, no regrets. (laughs) No No regrets, regrets, as they like to say. (laughs) But, um, you know. Not even one letter? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, I don't think you're definitely not someone to give up on a project, especially. I don't give up on people or projects. So, you know, I feel like I know it's going to get done. You know, however it gets done, it'll get done. Well, that's the thing, too, is that, you know, my time in the ring is is limited, you know, but you can't take away our funny. Nah, dude. <laughs> right? You know, I like... I mean, fuck. How long did Moolah stay in the ring for? Like, For on. sure. You know, yeah. For sure. But, but at a certain point, she wasn't at the... She wasn't... I mean, yeah, I'm sure she wasn't, like, doing crazy-ass shit. She like, wasn't doing moonsaults. Yeah, yeah! Was she ever doing moonsaults? No. I don't think so. That would have been pretty spectacular. <laughs> yeah, because nobody's doing moonsaults in the 1920s. And she started wrestling and allegedly doing nasty things to women. I mean, allegedly. Allegedly. I don't think we need to even say allegedly about that anymore. Well, I don't want to talk ill of the dead. Why not? Like, <laughs> uh, like why don't people want... Like, there's so many bad people that are dead. But, I mean... Hitler... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk ill of the dead. <laughs> I 
I mean, he had some good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't all bad. I mean, he had a nice dog. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a vegetarian. I mean... Really? Mm, yeah. He did eat meat? Yeah, hell yeah. And he loved math. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, people like that definitely love that math. Um, so, yeah. Will the movie get done? Sure. When? Who fucking knows? Dusty Bennett said, The funniest thing that's happened to you in the ring... Uh, man, I don't know. The funniest thing? Funniest, like funny. Funny implies something that you don't expect to happen. All right. Right. Man, I I wish I was more prepared for that. I can't think of like necessarily funny things, except for like you know. What is I, something funny? Well, funny? okay, so when I when I pin somebody, I usually kiss them and say thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, funny. you know what was funny? I mean, what? Uh, when when Sapu didn't break that table. Oh, Sapu my God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell this. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is going to get us canceled because I'm going to say all the words he said. Sabu, uh, <laughs> one of my fucking idols. I love this guy. I've, I've been able to book him, uh, you know, a dozen times. I love working with Sabu. Um, he's fucking incredible. So I booked him, and I booked him for this weed festival, and I didn't have to. Like, I, we didn't need him, but I, I paid him half the budget of the whole festival was going to Sabu because I, oh, I was overpaying him, like, by far. So... I mean, you know, not really because that guy deserves every dime that anybody has ever given him. Like, for as innovative as he is in the wrestling industry, like, fucking love Sabu. So, I booked Sabu, and I was like, Sabu, you know, like, fucking, I don't want you to, like, kill yourself. So, like, just go out there. This Our cop character's going to go out there. He's going to talk some shit. You fucking beat him up, pie him with some chairs, put him on a table, and fucking break him. There you go. Sign some autographs. Get the fuck out of here. You know? So, he's like, he's like, great. And, you know, and I was, like, setting up the thing and talking to vendors and shit. And he was like... He's like, get me a table, get me a table. I go, dude, look around. There's a big festival. There's a million tables. Go grab your own table. Like, sorry, sir. Um, I'm a little busy right now. I can't do that for you. You know, like, but I, and here's why. Because I've seen tables not do exactly what Sabu wants them to do. So I was like, you pick your own fucking table because if something fucked up happens, I ain't taking that blame. And lo and behold... He's out there, and he goes, and he fucking jumps off the fucking top, you know, top rope with the chair, doing the Arabian fucking whatever chair face drop, and uh, goes, and it doesn't break the first time, and he goes up again, it doesn't break again, and then he fucking picks the table up and, like, throws it, and comes running out of the fucking ring, you know, and he's like, what the fuck, motherfucker, his fucking table didn't fucking break, and I was like, I'm not hearing this, because he's already paid. Like, he's there to do a spot. He's kind of been annoying me all day. And I was like, dude, like, fucking, f- fuck off. And I'm just like, oh, man, I'm so annoyed. So I don't even see what happens because I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. So I just walk away. And you heard this, right? Yeah, well, he, uh, he was like, he's like, where is that little faggot? Like, where's that motherfucking faggot? Nah, like, where's that motherfucking that. faggot? That, yeah. Sabu said that, by the way. So cancel him. I mean, he's, he's uncancelable. No, don't cancel him. No, no. 
Don't cancel people just because they say faggot. No. I'll say it. Faggot, faggot, faggot. Um. He called me, you know, where's that motherfucking faggot? And like, if, if, here's the thing. If I would have heard him say that, I would have had to say something and got him to apologize. And I think he would have. Because ultimately, said we don't want the smoke. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, He's a nice guy. But, you know, I wasn't anywhere to be found. He was already paid. And I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Just fucking dip. So he dipped, um, and you know, like that's the fun. I when I heard that, I was like laughing my fucking ass off. I was like, he was that pissed because I knew what was gonna happen if I picked that table. I don't, I ain't getting blamed for that shit. No, I mean, yeah, shit happens. Uh, all right, well, I guess that it okay. really wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't your fault at all. No, there you go, Dusty. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we at? Oh, fifty-six minutes. Hell yeah! All right, well. Yeah, that'll do it for episode two, willy-nilly time. Yep, that's part one of crime time. Mm-hmm. But uh, crime part, time. Two, part two will, you know, give me a year. Give me a year. <laughs> give me six months. Creating crimes. Detective- uh, follow us on Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Venmo at Fist Combat TV. Who cares about any other place? I'm Mike, I'm Mike, she's Lucia. Give us your money. We're on Cash App, too. Dollar sign, Dirty Round McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> You need the last four on my cell phone number. It's 1498. Uh, <laughs> just in case you're feeling generous. Uh, thank you guys for listening or whatever. Subscribe to us on Spotify Bambo. and iTunes. <laughs> and, most and with that, we got two words for you. Suck it. <laughs> Those are the best two I know.